Legacy is an exciting new campaign uh, that I've been homebrewing for a little bit. Um, and true to the spirit of Approximate Heroes, we have a pretty new cast. Um, we do have some returning people, so we'll introduce them first. We have Courtney returning, of course. Hello. Um, and we have Shannon returning. Hello. Um, they're both going to be back from, uh, I think they've been in all of our previous Approximate Heroes adventures. Um, Heck yeah, we have. That's right. Oh, geez. Um, and we have joining us uh, for the first time, we have uh, Jenny Jackson joining us. Hi, everyone. Uh, we have Jerem Newman. Hello. Uh, Jacob Lowe. Hey, y'all. And uh, we finally got him onto an Approximate Heroes podcast, Preston Judd, DJ PJ himself, the composer. Hello, everyone. Uh, we got him on, finally. He's doing it super late at night in New York. So, thanks. We are doing this uh, socially distanced in our own homes. Courtney and I are in separate rooms of our own house. Uh, just in case you were wondering, um, we are staying safe. Uh, so, yeah. We um, are taking a little bit of a break from the Disney and D that we've been doing, um, and I'm going to have everybody introduce their characters. But I think we're going to do, uh, I think we're going to jump right into it. Um, I'm not going to really introduce very much of this world. We're going to just, we're uh, going to hop right in. It's a chilly night. There is a sense of tension and anticipation that gets picked up on the fall breeze. There's a Christmas in the air, and the tension can be cut with a knife. There's a gathering happening. And it is a gathering of old high school friends. It is the class of 1187's class reunion. We have the 15th reunion of the Richmond Hellhounds. Um, and we are all joining together here. Um, there, We are in a uh, there's a tavern that has been rented out for the occasion, uh, and there are several caterers who are bringing in dish after dish, uh, delicious looking food, um, catered by the International House of Lembus, um, which is actually where we will meet our very first party member. Shannon, would you please describe your character? Yeah. <laughs> um, she, so my character is Rosalind Tinkerfoot, who is a bard gnome. Um, oh, I don't know how much you want me to say at this point. <laughs> um, well, Rosalind at this point is helping with the, uh, is helping with the other caterers bringing food into this event. But unlike everybody else who is catering, uh, Rosalind will be staying for the event. Um, none of the other people are going to be staying. Um, and so, uh, Rosalind, um, yeah, you can uh, explain a little bit about Rosalind, what she's been doing for the last 15 years since high school. Yeah. Um, so, Rosalind is an actress, um, very, like, quite the thespian. She the best way i can describe her is like kind of a rachel berry from glee type um very type a very committed to her talent and to um her dreams and not so much committed to being a good friend or being popular or um being like a normal social person um 
just she's way too committed about her craft otherwise um and yeah since high school so she was obviously star of a lot of the plays in high school um with her dream of being on ooh, what is broadway in this world uh, Andrew? The, the mummer the local mummers guild the local mummers guild <laughs> um but um since high school she has kind of Although she's very talented, she um, is mostly like ensemble, kind of um, working odd jobs and not the star of the theater. So she's kind of taken this waitressing job on the side. Um, so as she's helping kind of move in, you know, there's trays of hamburger patties and, uh, and, and, and gelatin dishes and all this kind of stuff that you're hauling in. Uh, you hear your supervisor. Oh, you think about. Be careful. Be careful with those glasses. Think about. Think about. Are you talking to me? Yeah, your last, isn't your last name Tink? Aren't you? Aren't you? Cause Tink about. It would be Tinkerfoot. Tinkerfoot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Mm -hmm. Be careful with those glasses. Yeah. You know. Our catering budget, you know, got slashed. Excuse me. I'm always quite careful. I, I can. I, um, yeah. You say that. I see the look in your eyes. You get the same look every time you start whistling show tunes when you think no one's paying attention. I can see it. It's right there. You can't silence my theatrical spirit. I, I have tried, and I cannot. You are correct. It is one of the many failings of my professional career. But you know, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. But, uh, you know, are you sure that you can handle supervising this on your own while you're here? Or should of I look Of course I can. Should I have Be very Jeff careful. You don't need to worry about me. Should I have Jeff stay with you? And there's Jeff kind of leaning against the van and he's smoking a pipe. And he sees the boss looking over, throws the pipe under the under the chariot and sits back up. Yeah, I'm good. Just taking a break, boss. Just taking a break. Do I need to leave him? Dude, what? <laughs> you need him to help you supervise? Or do you have you got yeah. Yes. Excuse me? Yeah. I yeah. I have never been caught smoking during the job or being lazy and just leaning over and not doing my job. I'm this one's lazy. I'm actually I know what I'm doing. You don't have all right. to worry. Alright, alright. Well, you know, I'm I'm Gonna, I'm gonna let you do this. I'm gonna trust you, and you know, hopefully, hopefully things will go very well. Uh, I know this is your alma mater, or whatever it is, but uh, I would hope that you would be able to pay attention, not get too too distracted talking to your many friends. Oh, anyway. my adoring fans, you mean? Sure, sure. That's that's what I mean. Uh, here's the checklist. Hands it over to you. Uh, make sure all the make sure everything's accounted for, and uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Of course, I can do uh, my job and appease all of my many admirers at the same time. I can assure you. Okay, make sure you do the first one first, though. Make sure that one's taken care of, and then you can appease all your minions or whatever. All right, let's get out of here. And he kind of rounds up everybody, and they hop in the they hop in the chariot and. And right off, giving you a few moments to change from your International House of Lembus uniform into your uh, standard armor. 
I would also like to add that um, Rosalind has put on some um, kind of wings from high school when she was Titania in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Nice. And kind of a little bit of tulle like over her outfit from that costume, which of course she kept as a memento. Of course. Um so uh yeah we will cut from there we're actually going to cut um to the out kind of the outskirts the this taverns close to the middle of the city square um uh but on just kind of on the outskirts is a little bit before that starts so there is a lone figure who's just emerged from the woods um who there's a real sense of hesitancy and uncertainty around this person standing at the edge of the town um, and, uh, Jacob, would you mind introducing us to your character? Yeah, my character's name is Ivy Putrish. Ivy is a tiefling druid who is pretty, um, a little awkward, a little bit weird, kind of emo, and ha has had real trouble making friends. Uh, she actually doesn't is too soft to fit in with the other edgy tieflings from her class but a little bit too obsessed with death and decay to fit in with the other druids at school in the years since high school she's uh, been tending to a forest that the town has been whispering about they warn their kids don't go into the forest or else the witch will get you so she's been living in sol living solitarily. She's, for what it's worth, ha offers to do free funerals for the dead on the condition that she gets to bury someone without a coffin. But uh, no one has taken her up on the offer yet. She's a very pale tiefling who has uh, kind of a mix between standard green druid clothes, some fungus growths and skulls and bones on her outfit. She kind of has a, a, a somewhat earthy smell. It's not uh, not an, an entirely pleasant smell, but it's also not totally gag and vomit when she walks past, but it, it's she definitely has a little bit of a smell as she, she walks by, uh, being surrounded by so much earth, dirt, fungus, and other stuff. Uh, so as Ivy kind of stands there, kind of debating whether or not to actually go in, um, a, uh, a halfling pops up at her side. Ivy, you, you're here! Oh my goodness! Oh, I, I can't believe you're here. Um, this, this halfling, um, she, uh, has, uh, she has pulled her hair back into a bun, and there are six or seven pencils sticking out of them. She keeps forgetting that she's put them there and grabs another pencil and sticks it into her into the bun of her hair. Um, she looks pretty frazzled. Um, her name is Jessica Chalmers, and she is the organizer of this 15-year Uh And so she's popped up and just like, oh, I, I'm, I was worried you weren't going to come because, you know, it was so hard to find you. And when I found you, mushrooms attacked me. So I'm just really glad that you're here. Um, can, can, could you help me with some of these boxes to take me to the reunion, please? Yeah, sure, Jessica. 
It's good to see you too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so you scoop up these boxes. They're full of uh, decorations and streamers and stuff like that. And she's like, there's some last minute touches I need to put up. And I'm just really glad that you're here because I was worried of all of, all of you guys. You know, you, you guys, right? You know, I was most worried that you weren't going to show up. But I was also kind of worried that Olivia wouldn't show up. And I was also kind of worried that maybe Brock wouldn't show up. And I was also kind of worried that Rosalind wouldn't show up. But I was really worried about you not showing up because, like, it was really hard to find you. And just, like, she really needs to take a break. But, like, she's, you can see in her mind she's mentally going over this checklist of things that need to happen. Um, she actually starts in the middle of her conversation. She's she's talking to you about how happy she is to see you, but then starts going through, okay, chocolate fondue fountain. Okay, I've got the caterer. I've got the, oh, I'm so sorry. I just have a million things going on right now. Um, could you just, um, and she hands you the boxes. So you've kind of got like a bunch of boxes now. Could, could you just take those? In? I have to run back to, I have to run back over here and grab something. Could you just take those in um, to the to the main area and just set them down and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll get them in just a second, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Uh, I'll talk to you later then, Jessica. Yeah, okay, have fun, bye. And she, you know, toddles off um, very quickly for, for a halfling. Um, as you approach, um, you do bump into Rosalind. Oh, Rosalind. Hey, Hi, long time. I didn't expect to see you. This is so, ah, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, well, thank you, Rosalind. It's been a very long time, it's true. I ah, wasn't really expecting to be here either, but <laughs> yeah. This is a little bit uh, reunited. Oh, this is a momentous occasion. <laughs> is it? Okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, as you guys uh, start to kind of help Jessica, she comes running back in and she says, oh, great, you two are, oh, Rosalind, you're here too. Were you helping? Yeah, I'm not going to ask, that's not my business. Would you um, help with the uh, the decorations? And they pull. she pulls out these big um, paper um, decorations of hellhounds, because you guys are the Richmond hellhounds, um, to kind of stick up on the walls. Um, you got some streamers and some stuff. And she's like, people should start arriving really soon. I can't believe I didn't put these up. Oh, I can't. oh my goodness. Um, so as you guys... Um, I'm kind of rushing around putting those up. Um, a resplendent chariot uh, pulls up, and uh, there is a, I would say positively glowing, but I'm pretty sure that this person is glowing. Um, just a, uh, the most beautiful celestial you've ever seen uh, is driving this chariot. Um, pulling up uh, to the uh, to the to the tavern, uh, and next to this person is a an Azamar, uh, an Azamar uh, wizard. Jenny, would you mind introducing us to your character? Yeah, so I'm an Azamar. My name is Ariadne. I don't have a last name because my dad is a celestial and a little pretentious and decided that none of us would have last names. Um, so my mom, instead of taking his, gave up her family name. Um, I am a wizard and the person driving my chariot is my father because even though I'm an adult that's a wizard and, 15, and graduated 15 years ago, and I work as a researcher at the local university, I can't, he's just maybe a little controlling 
so he's letting he's letting me out um and dropping me off to make sure that i'm okay um and yeah my character is a little bit of a hermione type as she's a wizard very smart likes to think she's very smart and likes other people to know she's very smart <laughs> Um, so the, uh, the chariot kind of pulls to a stop at this tavern and your father turns and says, Well, dearest, um, are you sure you wouldn't like me to come inside? Normally places like this are begging for my services. No, um, no. No, no, are you sure? Well, I, I don't throw my name around, but I am rather famous. Um, most, usually when I pull up, I, uh, people you know, come from everywhere to here. Are you sure you don't want me to come in and say hello to your little friends? I, I'm sure, Dad. I'm, I'm positive. I think that it's. I think you should just go enjoy a nice, relaxing night with Ma. This, you just do so much. I'm just, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna hop down right now. You stay there. I'm gonna go. I, Thank I, you so I, much for driving me. And, oh. you, and you need a ride home. <laughs> Your I'm already, already just in the building, just alright. Um so uh Ariadne you go in there and you do find uh Rosalind and Ivy frantically stapling pictures of hellhounds to the wall. Um using mending cantrips to uh trying to stick it up to the wall there. Um uh some time passes as you guys are getting this ready. Um and uh, so the next person to approach uh, this who kind of comes in, there's been some uh, students kind of filing in already, or former students, alumni, I should say. Uh, and the next one uh, comes in is a hooded and cloaked figure who enters very mysteriously because that's how he performs all of his business. Jerem, would you mind introducing us to your character? Yes. So, I am Zorgar the Great. I am a red-skinned dragonborn. I'm the type of person that uh, can get whatever he wants because he can talk his way into and out of every situation. Um, he's everybody's friend. He makes you feel like the most important person in the world. But at the same time, he gets exactly what he wants from you through those interactions. Um, he's a... Um, What's the word? Charlatan. That's his uh, his trade, but he's hasn't told anybody that. Um, while he's been away from high school, he's been out of supposedly avenging the death of his mother um, that was killed um, by some um, high up royals that uh, he swears he'll bring justice to. Um, he. Uh, is the type of person that um, you always hear about him being involved in everything and he's a big talker but you don't quite remember what he uh, actually did to contribute to those big events um, he uh, yeah I'm, that's about it he's uh, just that smooth talker will try and sell you anything or um, do whatever he can to to get what he needs but make you feel good at the same time so as Zorgar comes in, he, uh, there's this, uh, he's approached by this half-elf who says, Well, 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 Zorgar the Great, is it? 
So I think I lost a bet as to whether you were coming. And uh, approaching you is Jefferson Chasington III, uh, who was student body president for all four years at your high school. Um, and uh, he approaches and says, well, I didn't think you were going to be here. Hmm. Why, why wouldn't I? Well, for starters, you never answered your RSVP. Too busy hunting down rabbits. Is that what you were doing? I don't remember. Rabbits, right. Yeah. No, I was, uh, you know, staying busy hunting down uh, my mom's killers, you know. Uh, so you say mom's killer, he goes, <clears throat> yes, well, um, yeah, unfortunate bit that. Anyway, um, I, it is good to see you. I, I believe the rest of your, what did you call yourselves? The stupendous, the super crack lash of flash and something? Some of them are in there anyway. I, I'm sure they'd be happy to see you again. Of course, assuming that, they, that you don't owe any of them money. Oh, yeah. Is that a new jacket, by the way? Looks good on you. Oh, it is. Thank you very much. I uh, got it especially for this occasion, you know. The time to celebrate 15 years from your alma mater, right? Oh, it suits you, man. I slowly pat his, his jacket and discreetly see if I can find anything in his jacket um, to take. Go ahead, and, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Okay, it's a nine. <laughs> okay, you do manage to pull like just like a slip of paper, and he kind of he's like, <laughs> "Well, I should um, I should get going." He starts to kind of pat his jacket a little bit. He goes, well, "It's good, it's good to see you." Um, he walks away, and what you've stolen is his speech that he was going to give to the student body. <laughs> um, you've stolen it right out of his pocket. Um, and so uh, you kind of head in. There's there's some students milling around. Some are you know poking at the food, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and uh, let's see, who do you uh, who do you look out? Who are you trying to find from your group? Um, I'll go say hi to Shannon. All right. Or uh, sorry, not Shannon. Uh, what was it? Um, Rosalind. Rosalind. Yeah. Very easy to pick out in a crowd because of her wings. And as soon as you see the wings bouncing around, you know immediately that's Rosalind. Um, so you walk right up to her. Um, what is Rosalind doing uh, when Zorgar finds her? Um, did we set up all of the decorations? Yeah, the, it's it, like the it's kind of unofficially started. Like the time has kind of come. There's some people there. There's not a ton of people, but there are some. So it's kind of like milling around type of stuff. I think she would be kind of going from person to person like, hello, and sort of like bowing and they should be so honored to be in her presence. All right, so Zorgar approaches. Hey, long time no see. Hello, how are you doing? Doing good, you know, just, oh. uh, just fighting the good fight. Super. The superlative six together again. Although I still think we should have been Rosalind in the pips. Oh, so I, the name's still the same, uh, yeah? <laughs> so uh, what... What have you been up to? Well, just, uh, just fighting for justice, trying to find those those dirty rats, you know? And, and which dirty rats would those be? Well, I haven't found them yet. But uh, 
pretty soon I'll, I'll uh, find that justice for my mom. Well, quite noble of you, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I couldn't miss this though. Oh, no, neither could I. I mean, I'm sure this student body would have just been so disappointed had we not been here. Our little group obviously I I mean, were going to be the highlight of the event. I mean, if we didn't come, would there even be a party, right? Oh, I know. I mean, you've done a great job with the decorating here. It's, it's looks pretty, pretty good. Oh, it's a little thing. No, I just helped at the last minute straightening things out but oh, sure, it was sure. quite lovely <laughs> who else is here there's been some more people kind of filing in so the murmur is getting a little bit louder at this point um and uh you know people are you know how oh, hi how's it going every 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 couple seconds you hear oh my gosh you know that kind of happens every time um uh as people are filing in, the din is getting a little bit louder, uh, but the doors at the front open and the entire crowd silenced immediately. As through the doors, head to toe in pink, walks Olivia Duncan Davies. Uh, Courtney, would you please describe your character? Yes, um, I am Olivia Duncan Davies. Um, I I'm a bard. Um, I have blonde hair. I have really clear skin, which, you know, is kind of important to me. I am, you know, I found my own skincare line and uh, that's been doing really, really well these days. Um, yeah, and uh, on my arm is my husband, Roger. Um, Roger leans over and says, why is everybody not saying anything? I don't know, they're probably just, you know, in awe. Um, I think I catch sight of Rosalind across the room first and I see her wings and I just go, oh my gosh, Rosalind. So I, I would automatically run up to Olivia. Um, before she gets there, I turn to my husband and I just, I just go like, okay, I know she's really like desperate and weird, but she's my friend. So try to be nice. Okay. It's been too long. Oh, Rosalind. Oh my gosh. I love your wings. Thank you. Had to dust them off. I thought it would be a really, a really good treat. Just remember when we were in that play, Midsummer Night's Dream? Yeah, yeah. Kept yeah. it all these years. Of course. Yes. Oh, that was such a good time. Yeah, and if I remember right, you were one of the fairies. That was so cute. Yes, mustard seed. Hmm. Um, I'm like scanning the room trying to find anybody else to talk to. <laughs> um, well, do I see any? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just, you know, skincare line that's doing really great. Roger's businesses are thriving, so that keeps us really busy. Um, yeah, you know, just kind of living our best life. How about you, Rosalind? I, I'm Roger, by, by the way. Um, hi. What did I say? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is Roger, my husband, hi. Roger Davies. Oh, oh hi. What do you mean, Davies? As in uh, Davies Chariots from downtown. Uh, mm -hmm. Issue of Oh, I've seen those around town. That's very impressive. Uh, we're uh, thinking about opening up another maybe two or three lots pretty soon. So I'm pretty good about that. 
Anyway, uh, so Rosalind, how are you doing? Oh, just wonderful. What have you been up to? I mean, what life is there beyond this stage? I've just been taking any part I can get and mm. acting, you know, of, of course, my true joy. Yeah. And what, what parts have those been? You know, well, most recently I was in a little production called The Bugbear and Me. Maybe you heard of that mm. one? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I, I think I do vaguely remember that. What what part were you? The Bugbear? Didn't we go and see that? We went and saw that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. We did. <laughs> and, you know, that little one about... The woman whose father abandons her in a cave and then she falls in love with the bugbear who lives there. Oh. It won all of the awards that season. Oh. I'm glad glad you saw it. It was the hottest ticket in town. I'm surprised you could get one. <laughs> oh, that's, well. uh, <laughs> anyway, who else is here? Uh, you do see Ivy kind of like shrinking a little bit into the corner. Um trying not to like oh my gosh ivy i go up to ivy and give her a big hug and i kind of follow along <laughs> saying like of course we have Wait. to get the whole gang together and i'm kind of pattering along with my wings flapping and i have to know does rosalind's wings just, like whack people the way by Oh yeah, and they're, I mean, she's a gnome, so they're like bigger than she is almost. Yeah. What did you say, Jacob? Yeah, sorry. I've said, uh, um, be this old in the corner, talk to a plant. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. So uh, as Ivy's talking to plants, um, Ariadne, you do uh, you do run and you're able to kind of meet up with the rest of the group. Uh, I guess Sans Zorgar at this moment. Um, so now uh, it's it's uh, all you guys have kind of started to gather. Zorgar is off smoothing some people. Um, what uh, what what do you what do you say to Olivia? What does Ariadne say to Olivia? Yeah. I'm so intimidated by Olivia. So intimidated. So I'm just like, hi, Olivia. How Ooh. are you doing? Hi, Ariadne. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Good. How's your father? How's he doing? Uh, he is just as he, just as much himself as he has ever been. Ah, uh, Yeah. You know, you know, do, dad, yeah. dads. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. How, how have you been? How's your, how's your skincare line going? Oh, it's so good. I mean, I, I just tried this new product on my face the other day. What do you think? Yeah. It looks like skin. <laughs> like very much your skin. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ariane, you're so cute. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> Sorry. Ivy, what do you say to Olivia as she begins to approach with uh, Rosalind in tow and Ariadne coming from another side? Oh, I, so I, I kind of recoil a bit and I'm like, oh, hello. It's, it's nice to see you again, Olivia. 
Oh my gosh, Ivy. And I give her a big hug and then I like put her arm through my arm and that's just where I'm keeping her for the rest of the night. Oh. I give Ivy a look of pure apology. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's a very good look. I wish everyone could see it. <laughs> um, uh, so, Olivia, how is your son, Caroline? Oh, it's going really well, Ivy. How are things with you? You know, the forest is is quiet. I like it that way. My I offer burials for people who uh, have pa passed away. I try to comfort them on the condition what? they bring. They don't bury someone in a coffin. But no one has taken me up on the offer yet. What? Shut up. Oh my goodness. Ivy, yeah. I should get you some of my skin cream. I think that, oh man, I really think that you would love it. Honey, I, 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 didn't, I thought we weren't, we weren't going to sell. Oh, I'm not, no, this is on the house, oh, Ivy. What? You're my friend. You get the friend discount. What, what's it, what is in it? Oh, well, there's definitely some peppermint in there. Um, you know, just kind of makes your face tingle. It's lovely. But yeah, it's just to, you know, keep your skin nice and healthy and, you know, your pores a little bit tighter. I think it would really work wonders for you. Mm. I appreciate the offer, Olivia. But in my opinion, the best care for skin is dirt, fungal spores, mold. Mm, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to look into that. I've, I've read something very similar about how fungi can be really good in like facial creams and stuff. So would mm. I know if fungal cream would it, be it can. facial creams? <laughs> would I know that? Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I look at Olivia and I go, you should maybe talk to somebody in your R&D department about that before oh, they already signed off on that I uh, don't worry I pushed the whole thing through you know everything was fine the science thing was totally fine you yeah, know we have the we have the best scientists we're the best like we you know we obviously favor the best <laughs> like we're not gonna get the best I'm gonna go get some punch and he kind of totters off oh okay bye, bye Roger bye um, mm. uh, so as you guys are kind of catching up a little bit um, our final party member arrives, um, and so, uh, through the, through the doors, um, kind of with this very impressive aura following him, uh, and with a, uh, with a very, with a beautiful woman on his arm comes our last party member. Preston, would you mind introducing your character? So my name is, uh, Brock Jorgensen. I'm very obsessed with myself. Every time I cross a mirror, I have to spend five minutes making sure that every muscle that I've worked on for the past 15 years looks perfect. Um, for example, this party, I purposely ran into uh, um, some jagged corners so I'd have an excuse to rip off articles of my clothes to show off my muscles. Um, for the, uh, for the past 15 years, I've been working at the local gym as a personal trainer. So I'm just, you know, 
super obsessed about my, myself, my body, everything, very athletic. Um, the girl I have on my sh on my arm, I met her at In and Out or the equivalent of In and Out. She was the. Um, Bob. It was. Uh, it was uh, Bob. Uh, Bob's big dwarf burger. Yes. So we met at Bob's. Bob's big dwarf burger. She was the cashier every day I went in, and every single day she would put ketchup on my burger in the shape of a heart. I knew it was destiny. So we've been dating ever since. Things are going great there, you know. I'm super excited to show her off. I make her work out. I'm one of those really messed up guys. I know, I'm sorry, I don't agree with it, but that's my character. <laughs> um, so, you know, we both walk in, we look stunning. Uh, very stunning. Um, oh, and, and I won the big game. It was everything yes, that I did that won the big game. Bone Sport Championship. Uh, that was uh, uh, Preston was playing, uh, or um, sorry, Brock was playing um, center back and uh, was the most important position uh, on the team and uh, led the team to the state championship. Uh, so, uh, oh, Hellhounds. <laughs> Very proud of that, bringing up every single conversation I'm in. Uh, everyone's got to know. As also, a, it's Jorgensen, S-E-N. I'm very particular about that. As a matter of fact, as you walk in, you hear, Dude! Woo, 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 woo. As there are legions of uh, your fellow sports team members uh, who start cheering you in as you come in. Like, dude, it's Brock, man! Yeah! It's, it's the guy here, yeah! And uh, there's people cheering. Uh, there is a uh, there's another woman who kind of approaches you. Um, her name is Christy, someone you know very well. Um, not not Christy, anyone um, but Christy. And she is uh, she has been planning for this moment for about 14 years. Um, she is wearing just like the most provocative dress there could be at this place. Um, you can tell that she has been working out a lot to show off to you and kind of uh, you come in through the front doors and she walks right past you without even looking. And then as she fully passes out of your field of vision, looks back and goes, oh, Brock, didn't see you there. Even though literally everybody had been cheering and barking uh, just a minute ago at your approach. Well, I turned really red, start looking down. And uh, how's it going, Christy? <laughs> it's been going so well. Things are just so great. So great. How about you? How, how have things been? It's going good. Right now I'm doing a Captain Morgan just to show off my muscles. Just I'm being descriptive for the podcast, you know. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing good. Things are good. Working out every day. Mm -hmm. Got an 11 pack. I, wow, that's very impressive, I, I guess. You know, uh, who's, uh, who's this? And kind of waves her hand a little bit at the, at the Rachel on your arm there. Yeah, that's Rachel. Hi, I'm, I'm Rachel. Um, you must be Christy. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm Christy. It's uh, good to meet you. Anyway, Brock, big night for you, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so now you're going to be modest? 
this whole thing, we're doing a whole big celebration for your big party, the super intentional six or whatever you guys are. Um, the weren't you called the pips at one point? I don't remember. Anyway, um, like the big thing that you guys they're presenting you with a big award for being that stupid wizard or whatever. I haven't really been paying attention. I've been working out a lot. Uh, you know, I have been too. And if that's what this whole night is, um, I'm, a, I'm a little confused why I came. Hmm. If you, you, you defeated the... He was an evil wizard. He was tearing play. You know what? I'm not going to explain your adventures to you. Okay? You uh, know them. Those things... I'm just sorry. You know, I just... You know, when I get in the presence of pretty women, I just forget about everything. I mean, no. Wow. Um, well, um, you know, I, uh, I think I'm going to go sit down for a little bit. Um, my table's just right over there. And she kind of walks away. Um, and Rachel kind of snaps her fingers in front of your face. Hey, Brock, you're at the Brock. You good? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Because you know she's my weakness. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Don't put that on me. Don't get on my case. You know. You know. You know. You're, you're number one still. Don't worry. You're number one. I was trying to help you come back because I know. I know that you. I know that you get. You know, in the. In the you know, I get it. So I was trying to help you come back. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to blame you for anything. I was trying to bring you back, ground you. You know. Remember, he was bad. Remember. She's bad, and you're good at making hamburgers. Yes, I remember this. Okay. Talk me through this. We're good. Yes, she's always manipulating you. She's doing it right now. You can see she's bending over right now. No, so, I'm not looking. Exactly. Hey, That's good hey, for you. Hey, I'm not looking. I'm watching because I can. You can't. So it's fine. You're doing great. You're doing real good. Should should we maybe let's try to find your friends. Let's try to find your 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 adventuring party. Yes, please, because apparently this party is about us. I didn't know that. You didn't know. It's on the. She pulls the invitation out, and it's like special award for to the to the superlative six. You're the, I gotta right, spend this time right in the there. Okay, 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 okay. I'll get in the zone. I'll get in the zone. Give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, I'm right. gonna go. I'm going to the bathroom. All right. All right. Get in the zone. Come back. I'll be good to I'll go. Do a little loop. See if I can. You know. You. All right. Go ahead. Scout out the best spot where I can't see Christy, please. Yeah. Sure. You know what happens to me. You know. I do know. I I've warned you. I warned you. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I love you. Use a little kiss on the cheek. Oh. I, I don't know what to say. I'm just overwhelmed <laughs> with joy. All right. Uh, so you scamper off to the bathroom. Um. So uh, the party's kind of a little bit more in full force. Uh, people are, you know, they got, they, got, they got little name tags. Hello, I'm so-and-so. The only people who don't are you six because nobody needs introductions to you guys. Um, you, uh, you guys are pretty dang famous. Um, so um, as you, Brock, as you come return from the bathroom, um, how are you looking coming back from the bathroom? Really energized, energized, ready to go. Like, I'm here now. I'm in the zone. All right. All right. Um, so you sit down next to Rachel, who has chosen a seat very far away from Christy. Appreciate that. Um, you know, which is, which is good. Uh, she, what she didn't realize is that 
Um, oops, I left my notes over here. She actually sat you. Um, dang, where are my notes? She sat you at the same table um, as Jill. Who I'm familiar with. Um, and so Rachel sits down, plays a seat for you, and you sit down and look up. There's Jill. Oh, Brock. Hi. This is just not my night. Hey, Jill. How's it going? Um, good. Um, how have you been? Oh, you know, you know. Um, working out every day. We live in the glory days. Of course, of course. Yeah. You know, Sounds training good. people to look sexy. Good, good, healthy body images going on here. Good, excellent. All right. Um, uh, good. That, that's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, I am trying to get out of this conversation as fast who's, as possible. Uh, who's, who's, who, who are you with here? This is my uh, my girlfriend, uh, Rachel. Been dating for like fifteen years. Real in love. Just as great. Fifteen years. So. Fourteen years. Oh my like god! Right after. Okay. All right. Um, all right. That's that's okay. Sure. It's fine. Um, at this point, Rachel goes. It kind of just puts her hand in her, her in her hands. All right, it's just, does she, does she, she kind of leans in and says, does she have the same rapport with you that Christy does? Or is this, or do we have no, no, no. nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about there. Oh, just boys. awkward, oh, awkward okay. makeout sessions in oh, random locker rooms. So I just, you know, nothing serious. Right, we're right, good, we're good, we're good, we're good, okay? Good. We're good. We're good. You and I are good, right? We're good. Oh yeah, I mean she yeah. is Look, nowhere just, near the effect that Christy has on me. Communication, um, keep it open, you know, yeah. just gotta make sure. Yeah, it's just awkward, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. That's good. I mean, you know, girl. So <clears throat> um it's kinda the the whole thing's kinda going on. Um and then uh you see Jessica Chalmers run up to the front and she uh jumps up, grabs the microphone because she's a halfling and it was set too high. She's Kind of stomps her foot a little bit and jumps up and grabs it and says, uh, "Hello, class of eleven eighty seven, Richmond High." Everybody, yeah, yeah. Um, welcome mm. to our fifteen year anniversary reunion to our graduation. <laughs> um, we're so glad that so many people could make it. Uh, we're so happy to see everybody here. There's so many happy faces and smiling people and all this kind of stuff. Um, and of course, we have the, the guests of honor. We have the superlative six here. Yeah, and everybody claps. You guys kind of wave a little bit. Um, for those of you who don't know, like, who doesn't know about them, right? <laughs> like, everyone knows about them, right? Everybody. Anyway, um, what is, so... There was, you know, 15 years ago, there was that bad wizard, Strevius. We call him Strevius the Silly now. He's, he's silly. But he was a wizard, and he was tearing through the countryside. 
And then these uh, this these guys stepped up and beat him back in the mall. It was so cool. High school students beat this big wizard. It was so cool. Uh, we're so happy to have them here. They're, um, and guys, why don't, you, why don't you come join us up on the stage now? And everyone kind of cheers. And, come on, come on, come on, come on up. Olivia is doing this like mock humble thing of like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Rosalind strides right on up there. <laughs> Shoulders back very confidently trying to, she acts like she stands way taller than she literally does. <laughs> <laughs> Dorgard takes off his hood and yeah, just confident as ever. He walks up as well. Ariadne just walks. <laughs> not confident, not shy, just just walking, just normal. Ivy finds her way to the back of the crowd, back of the group. You just kind of like appear on stage, just like. <laughs> uh, Brock, I take my time, make sure I'm the last person on stage so everyone can observe my gorgeous figure. As you go up, people say, uh, like it's a massive eye roll from Olivia. All right, guys, um, uh, have, have a have a seat. There's there's some chairs laid out, kind of up there. Have 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 a seat. Have a seat. Um, so um, I thought you know we kind of open this up with like a little Q and A session with you guys. I could ask you some questions. You guys can answer them. Um, and then you know we'll kind of go on with the rest of the part. We have a we have a kind of a special surprise here for you. And points over there's um, there's a big cake in the shape of uh, the wizard Strevius's staff, um, which you guys actually chopped into six pieces and each kept one. Um, and uh, you guys have them here tonight. Uh, they asked you to bring them so you can kind of show the staff. So they have this cake in the shape of the. Uh, wizard staff, and they also have this big plaque that they're gonna. She says we're gonna put it up um, above the administration desk, and it's gonna be Richmond High, home of this of the superlative six who defeated the wizard Stravius. Um So this is gonna hang up. Just a quick side note: uh, Brock quickly ties a note to a carrier pigeon, and sends it to Rachel, asking him to go get a piece of wood that he forgot in the back of their chair. <laughs> um. Rachel, the pigeon <laughs> lands next to Rachel. You see her open it. She kind of dips her head back and just kind of stands up and leaves real quick. Um, uh, so yeah, um, so uh, Jessica goes, okay, group, um, so cool to have you guys. Is this the first time you guys have been together since high school? Yeah, you know, I. I think that maybe we like, yeah. I think I've seen I've seen Rosalind around, but otherwise, I think uh, we all wanted to go our separate ways and pursue our dreams. Yeah, you guys, you guys have all done some cool stuff um, since high school. Uh, what you guys, what you guys been up to? Well, I'm an actress on the stage, which I had always hoped. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, anybody, nobody's been doing anything? You guys just been hanging out on the bleachers or something? Everyone, huh? Oh, well, I think everybody knows what I've been up to. And I kind of do the little pose that I do on the, on all of the skincare products that I sell. Everyone, ha, 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 I'm doing it. Look at that. I've just, um, I've just 
Oh, sorry. Were you say? Sorry, we're gonna. Sorry, you go. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I, I've just just been just been working, just been researching, learning new knowledge. I still. Cool. I don't know what anybody else is doing. Well, I've worked my way up to head personal trainer at the local gym. Woo! Yeah! Everybody starts clapping. It's like, Zorgar um, starts talking, and his face gets kind of solemn and emotional. As you guys know, uh, my mom was killed when I was in high school. And uh, so, you know, I've been on, on their trail trying to, to find, find those guys. Wow, that's, you know, that's a cool, that's a personal, you know, you've got, Ivy, what have you been doing um, this whole time? I have been in the woods observing the natural life cycle of death, decay, that gives way to new life, and then more death and decay. With each of one of my big hands, I take one, put it on uh, Zorgar and one on Ivy, just to console them. Throwing that out there. Oh, everybody from the audience. Aww. So, Olivia, tell us more about your skincare stuff. Uh, she's desperately trying to steer it away from like the super depressing stuff. Oh well, you know, my skincare—it's—it's it's been going really well. I'm actually um, thinking I'm about to break out into music. Actually, um, I have a single that's going to be released very shortly. I hope. So everybody keep your ears open for that. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so let's go back to Stravius and the whole wizard fight. There were a lot of there were a lot of students there at the food court when you guys fought him. But like the story gets really like People say they're like crazy stuff. Like they say, like Olivia like jumped up and punched him in the face. Like is that like that seems like a what? No, right? that no. sounds more like a Brock thing to do. And then right, Brock, yeah. Brock, 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 Brock. <laughs> um, as everyone kind of cheers. it was all Olivia. I I stood back in amazed. I kick, I kick Brock. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's such a joker, everybody. Isn't he so funny? Uh, yeah. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. Um, and so then she goes, uh, so you guys, we have this cake here that we're going to serve to everybody. Um, and it's the actual, like, it's a replica of his staff. Do you guys all have your pieces of the staff that you have? I pull mine out. <laughs> uh, Rachel, like, tosses yours up to you on the stage. Uh, as you grab it. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Can you guys like hold it up? Like, you know, like, like, so we can see it close to the cake. Can we, can you guys hold it up to it? Do I need to do a dexterity roll to see if I can catch it? No, you're pretty athletic. I trust okay. you. Okay, okay. Besides, it would be really embarrassing if you didn't. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Um, so you guys kind of are all holding this, uh, the staff and you kind of all. The six of you kind of jumble up and kind of hold it uh, in place. Uh, they're like, look, doesn't the cake look exactly like it? And people are snapping pictures and stuff like, okay, let's put the staff down for now. So 
Um, Zorgar, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. What was it like fighting such an evil wizard? Oh, I mean, sure, he's maybe scary looking and kind of intimidating, but I mean, we had it covered and he, he was no match for us. That's crazy because, like, there were like wizard cops who tried to bring him down and they couldn't. So, like, it's pretty crazy that you got him. Yeah. I mean, just maybe it's just a special combination of us all. Just, I mean, these are some pretty amazing people, right? Yeah. Very amazing people. Um, you guys are all so unique and so cool and stuff. Um, Rosalind, I know you're big in 10 names. Rumor is you name the group. Well, of course, I had a lot of ideas. Um, I still think Rosalind and the Pips would have been good. And I mean, there was the Victorious Vanquishers. And, but I think the Superlative Six was just so catchy. It really is. Um, Strevius had lots of names, too. What was your favorite of his names? Uh <laughs> and he goes, she goes, she had, they had Strevius the Silly, Strevius the Cromulent, Strevius the Serious, Strevius the Ambidextrous. Which one is your favorite? I mean, Strevius the Silly, because he was no match for us. Obviously, we were going to take him down. As you say, Strevius the Silly, um, black smoke starts to rise from the staff uh, that you guys have set on the table. We uh, left it assembled? It starts to curl. <laughs> um... And you can see there's kind of this uh, wind blows through, a foul wind. Um, some of the lights start to flicker on and off. Um, and then swirling in the center of the room in this huge, um, in this tavern assembly, is a giant skull that uh, has no skin on it, but only its eyes. Um, and it says, You have summoned Strevius back from the dead. And it's this there's just winds and lightning striking all over the place. Um, you have destroyed me, have now returned me from the grave. Strevious the ambidextrous shall live again. And there's lightning, thunder and all this kind of stuff and people are freaking out. Um, and um, Jessica has dropped the mic and like fallen off the stage. Um, and like papers are blowing all over the place. Um, uh, and Strevia says, What say you, adventurers? I have conquered death. Do you dare defy me again? Oh no. Olivia's eyes are just this. humongous. <laughs> Olivia's eyes are just huge and she's just like, like just stunned speechless, just in in like full-blown panic mode, but internally. Kind of look at Jessica, um, be like, hmm, that, that's a good effect. Look at you, tricky, tricky. Jessica is on her back. She fell off the stage, like on her back. And she's like, ah, ah, ah. I mean, I know oh my gosh! Understudy and rolling it, rolling insight check. I can I can I tap Rosalind on the shoulder and just be like, I don't think that's an effect. Oh my gosh, Roz, that is not an effect. 
Um, go ahead and roll an insight check on uh, on Jessica. Is that me? Yeah, Rosalind. Eighteen. Um, in the words of Tim Allen from Galaxy Quest, it doesn't take a good actor to recognize a bad one. <laughs> she is legit freaking out. This is not an act. She did not put this together. She's freaked out. Oh. Oh, this isn't good. Nothing to say, have you? <laughs> uh, I say bring it. What? 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 I said bring it. Bring it? it I, I get down to sprint you, and it's and what, like I'm about to ready to go after him, you know. What? You're, you're gonna come after me? Yeah. I'm back from the dead. See the skull and everything. Dead. I was dead. Now I'm back. You see these muscles? You think a little skull is gonna scare this guy? Do you understand that this is a world of magic too? Like it's not just skulls, but like I'm probably being magically reformed as well. And is there someone smarter that I could intimidate? Um, if you're yeah. trying to scare us, you probably shouldn't break character. What? If you're trying to scare us, you probably shouldn't break character. You, you, the the the, the Azimar, you know how dangerous this is. You've done your research. Yeah, and I'm just upset that I didn't read this in my astrology. Ha, who could have seen this coming? It said that there was darkness upon me. I really just thought that it was bad news at work. And I'm just upset at myself, to be honest. Ha <laughs> ha, has fooled you all, stupid high school kids. You um, realize we're not in high school anymore, right? Well, like, you're not? Wait. It's it's been fifteen years, Strevius. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know time had passed? Damn it! It wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, of course I did. I've been planning my revenge for fifteen years, and now it is culminated on this night of terror. And there's a bunch of like lightning flashing and stuff like that. I think Olivia is realizing that she's wearing a dress and like her armor like it's just like some greaves like some like it's very much just ornamental so she's just like edging her way to the back very slowly and Zorgar... God, where are you going but i'm pulling olivia forward and saying we can only do this together superlative six <laughs> for life you, know you it. can do nothing together you scurrilous six or whatever it is that you're called uh, whatever. You can't, you couldn't possibly defeat me, for you don't even know where my staff is! <laughs> and as, as you guys look, the staff is missing. Um, it's no longer where it was. And he says, good luck on your doom! And then, in a huge explosion, the cloud is gone. Um, and uh, suddenly there's a huge blast of black, nasty, necrotic energy that just crackles over the entire room. Um, Courtney, do you want to bring up our map, please? Sure. Um, so we're going to bring up our map here to show you guys. You guys are on the stage um, uh, of this. 
Can I just note that as the black mix is going, I'm screaming Rachel like Batman. Rachel! Um, <laughs> people, the, as, as soon as like the skull showed up, people were leaving, and as he kind of threatened you guys, people were kind of streaming out. Um, there are very few people left here, um, and you can't really see anybody. There's there's so much smoke and necrotic energy in the, in the air. Um, and so you guys are kind of up there on the stage. Um, you look over, and the necrotic energy starts to seep into the pictures that are on the walls of the hellhounds, and four fully formed hellhounds jump off the walls and start snarling at everybody um, as they... Uh, come popping off the walls. Um, Cor, go ahead and put one kind of put one on either side of the room towards the front of the stage, and then put two further back. Um, and then you see, um, we'll let we'll let Courtney kind of place these pieces a little bit. Um, the um, the spread, the spread from the International House of Limbus starts to rattle and shake and out of the gelatin mold <laughs> out comes a gelatinous cube inching its way towards um, everybody. Yes. Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the other tables um, just south of the gelatinous cube starts to rumble and out pops uh, the gravy from the gravy boat out comes this giant, gross, disgusting black mass that just all over the floor. Um, and then on the other side of the room, on the other um, with the with the spread, um, hamburger patties start flipping around and they sew themselves together into the form of a horrible flesh golem. And it starts to and it starts okay. to make its way towards you. You didn't tell me about the flash call. <laughs> oh, I didn't? No. Oops. Um, That's fine. Go ahead and put the wizard there. I decided not to have the wizard in this fight. So when you okay. see the wizard, think flash call him. Um, and I am going to need everybody to roll for initiative. I, I'm apologizing in advance. First couple of times to do this, I'm going to need a little reminder. What do I roll for that? How do I find out what to D20. roll for just D20. Uh -huh. Hey, quick question for everybody. When you see the, sh the screen that I've shared, is it still on the banquet hall? It is not. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I rolled a nine. That is good to know. I rolled a 16. My least favorite part. Oh, wait. Do you add two to it? Like my initiative box is plus two. Oh. I? Yeah, add your initiative. All right. So I got 18. Smalls. I got, I got a ten. So, um, Zorgar, you are first to act. Um, I forgot to mention that I'm a sorcerer or a uh, recent sorcerer. Okay, so while this all was happening, Zorgar was just very subtly inching behind Brock, just just slightly <laughs> using Brock as kind of a shield. Um, but I uh, I peek around. And let's see, what are the, the measurements? Are we? So each, um, so your circle is five foot. Um, no, right? each each square is five feet. Oh, each square is five feet. So um, okay. those hellhounds are five foot squares, basically. The gelatinous cubes are 10 foot. 
Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I'll start by just um, using my, my uh, innate breath weapon as a dragonborn. Okay. Um, so I, I move over to the, the closest hellhound just on the corner. Okay. You want to stay on the stage? Yeah, I'll stay on the stage and just... Okay. Uh, Oh, look at me move. Okay, so what is that, a constitution saving throw? Yeah, so it's a DC save of 13 on dexterity. Oh, dexterity? Yeah. Uh, he passes, uh, but he takes half damage, right, on a fail? He, yeah. Um, and you're so... a red dragonborn, so you're fire, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's actually immune to fire damage, uh, being a hellhound. Oh, that would make sense, and should have thought of that. Well, you can you can redo it. You can if <laughs> you're like, oh wait, I shouldn't do that. Uh, um, uh, wait a second. Uh, let's see here. Um, instead, I will attempt to cast because I'm still kind of learning spells. Um, I'll just do a magic missile. All right. Um. I believe magic missile just hits, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so then it's just... Um, okay. You want to send okay. all... Um, do you want to send all the darts at the one hellhound, or do you want to choose... Um, yeah, I'll just send them all that that one on the corner. Okay. Go ahead and roll your d4. All right, so we got two plus one. That's your first dart, and then you can do two more. Oh, okay, I should just roll them all. Okay, then there's a five and a four. Okay, so that's 12. Is that 12? 12 damage, okay. Yeah. So the Hellhound gets hit by the magic missile. Growls <laughs> at you, stares at you from, uh, from Hell's Deep Corners, which he knows. He's very familiar with. I use the rest of my movement to uh, to slide back behind Brock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Brock's turn now. Um, I'm going to step forward. So, uh, just if I'm understanding this right, Zorgard dealt with the Hellhounds closest to us, right? That's correct. Yeah. Did he kill it, or is it just hurt? No, it's just damaged. It's damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then what I do is I'm going to do a thunderous smite on the other hellhound, or the, yeah, the other hell, hellhound to the left. Oh, that one? Am I close enough to do that? Um, let's see. 120 feet. Your movement's 120 feet? It says range slash area, 120 feet. For a thunderous smite? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, sorry, that's guiding bolt. I apologize. Yeah. Thunder Smite is what you do after you hit them. Yeah. Never mind. I meant to do uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a compelled duel to that uh hound that I was talking okay. about. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Alright, um so what's your spell save DC? My spells uh fourteen. Uh, he passes. Um 
So he he's not compelled to duel with you. So that was your bonus action. Um, so you still have an action and uh, some movement. Since he's not interested in me, I'm going to move towards the Hellhound that Zorgar dealt with and okay. take it on, if that's possible. Sure. This puny little dog. You going to smack him? I'm going to hit him with my Warhammer. All right, go ahead. Uh, roll D20 for um, to hit. So it's um, 12. Uh, that misses. Uh, you swing your hammer. Hellhound kind of dodges out of the way and snarls at you, uh, licking its fiery lips, ready for the for the feast it's about to have. Um, all right, uh, Ariadne, it is your turn. So first thing I'm going to do is I am going um, to cast a shielding aura. It's a bonus action, and I create yes. a whirling aura of light around me. Um, and until the end of my next turn, I gain resistance to all damage. And if a hostile creature ends its turn within 10 feet of me, it takes damage. Yep. Um, so from there, I'm going to use, I'm going to attack, uh, if you can see me on my screen, it's off to like the corner of me. It's diagonal from me. Okay. Um, I have a, uh. I have a star train. I have a whip. I'm going to uh, smack it then. Just gonna smack it with my with my chain. Okay, so you're gonna run up to it. Mm -hmm. Are you are you gonna stay on the stage? You can still hit it if you're not on the if you stay on the stage. Yeah, I have. Uh, it has 120 reach, I believe. So I think oh, I can okay. like. Whip it. Either from where you're standing, you have to move. I'll stay on there. Okay. Um. All right. Um. All right. Go ahead and roll to hit. Well, I do not think I hit. To be fair. Um. Because I'm gonna assume that's dex. Oh uh, yeah, I got a six. Yeah, that's a miss. Yeah, that's what I assume. Oh, uh, you kind of whip, and at the sound of the whip, the dog kind of snarls. <laughs> Um, pure hatred in its eyes because it is a dog made of fire. Um, all right, so um, it is now the Black Pudding's turn. And it has 20 feet of movement. Um, there, there are still some classmates like screaming. And as soon as the food started to form into monsters, they all started fleeing. Um, the Black Pudding doesn't seem interested in them. It just kind of starts slouching its way towards the stage. Um, if a pudding can have a murderous look in its eye, it does. Um, so it has a movement speed of 20 feet, so it's just going to get as close to the stage as possible. Okay. Uh, That's right. See, you know, it terrifies me. Not going to lie. It doesn't have any, it doesn't have any bonus action or anything. All right, uh, Ivy. Would dispel magic be possibly dispel one of these creatures? It's a third level or lower on the target could end, or is that, or the creature's just innate um uh, go ahead and roll an arcana check okay ah oh, shoot seven um these monsters seem pretty solid um they are like monsters that you've read about um like black pudding gelatinous cube 
Um, the only one that might be a little bit different is the flesh golem because it's made of hamburger patty, mm -hmm. not like sewn together humans. Um, so that's like the only one that might be a little bit different than the rest of these monsters. Okay. I, uh, let's see. I have it has a range of 120 feet. I would like to try to cast dispel magic at uh, the hamburger patty flesh monster. All right. Let me just check something real quick. Oh, I spelled the spell wrong. That would be bad. Okay, what's your DC? Uh, what is your DC for this one? It is um, no, the DC equals 10 plus the spells level. So you're casting as a third level spell, you said? Sorry, I think I can have for just a second. Uh, yes, third level. Third level, okay. Yeah. Um, it fails its check, and the flesh golem, he starts, he kind of looks at his arms because the hamburger patties are just dropping off. He's like, and then he just falls forward into a big flop of hamburger patties on the floor. Um, he's been defeated. No more flesh golem. <laughs> flesh golems IBS, are a pain. Um, flesh golems are horrible to fight. Um, that was that was huge. Um, this the rest of this should be fairly easy. Um, Olivia, yep. Okay, um, I am going to. Olivia is just. Uh, She's looking very uncomfortable. Um, so she is going to uh, cast Dissonant Whispers on, uh, let's say, the Black Pudding, because not liking that. That's going to wreak havoc on my skin. The Wisdom Saving Throw? <laughs> yes. DC 14. Fails. Awesome. So it's going to take 3d6 psychic damage. So, 10 psychic damage. Psychic damage? Yep. Okay. Uh, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration. Give that to Brock. All right. Um, how do you give Bardic Inspiration? Um, <laughs> Olivia is a dance bard. So, um, she's going to like... But she really wants to be like a singer. So she's going to try to sing a little tune, but she's going to do like a sexy body roll type dance along with it and kind of toss it to him. That's so. great. Um, it's super awkward. If Rachel were here, she would not be happy. Um, so. To help. Um, all right. That's Olivia's turn. Rosalind. Yeah. Um, with a true flourish um she's going to kind of bounce her way toward like the middle of the one of the hellhounds the gelatinous cube and whatever that <laughs> other gooey thing is dang okay um and then do thunder wave <laughs> this girl's not wasting any time is that no, a constitution Shannon. saving throw Shannon, what's your movement? 25. So I was okay. thinking, yeah. I, if you move in it could be a little bit further, but yeah, it should. It's yeah. 15 foot cube, so it should be able to hit all three. Is it a constitution saving throw? 
That's a good question. Let me look that up. <laughs> yes, constitution. I, I just casted a whole bunch. Constitution saving throw. That's going to be a. What's your DC? Uh, Andrew, I never know how to find that one. <laughs> so, 13? 13, okay. So. And. Okay. Um, the black pudding and the hellhound fail, uh, but the gelatinous cube passes. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. That's eight damage for the whatever you want to do first. <laughs> um, so you rolled two, is it 2d8? You're doing a first level spell? Uh, yeah. Okay. So the black pudding is going to take eight hit points of damage. That goes to, okay. oh, what his HP was out loud. That would have been bad. Um, and then the gelatinous cubes have to four. Um, and the black pudding and the hellhound are blasted backwards from Rosalind ten feet. Boom! That hellhound's actually going to take an additional three points of falling down, or I, he got thrown against the wall, so it's going to take another three points of damage from that. Uh, but the giant cube is still right there. Um, you cast your spell, and they there's a huge thunderclap. Um, the gelatinous cube shakes a whole bunch like a jello mold and then uh, just kind of stands there. Black pudding's pushed backward and the hellhound hits the wall and kind of falls down a little bit. Um, and that's they do an extra twirl. <laughs> uh, any bonus actions or anything like that? Um, yeah, let's give some bardic inspiration to... Well, let's see. Who do we have next in the lineup? Um, it'll go back to Zorgar. Let's give it to Zorgar then. Okay. Um, all right, so now it's the Gelatinous Cube's turn. Um, his speed is 15 feet, so he's going to move right on up to Rosalind. And it is going to... Um, Reach out to take a swing at you. What is your armor class? Rosalind. So your armor class. Um, so your dex plus two. Um, let's call it 14 and write that down. That sounds great. <laughs> um, so he is just barely going to miss. Um, you see this kind of like real weird tentacle kind of reach out and take a whip at you. Um, some acid splashes down on the floor next to you and starts to burn the carpet. Ooh. Um, uh, and you know that uh, you're probably going to have to pay deposit for that. Um, it's now the Hellhound's turn. So the Hellhound that is closest to Brock is going to um, attack Brock. He's going to reach out and take a bite. Brock, what's your armor class? Oh, never mind. He misses. Uh, takes a snarl, but you dodge out of the way with a nice pose. Um, as he takes a snap, um, the hellhound um, that Rosalind blasted is going to come down and take a bite at Rosalind. Snarls and is going to hit um, for 
That's going to be five piercing damage and eight fire damage. Um, the hellhound that is closest to the stage is going to run up and take a bite at Olivia. Olivia, what's your... Never mind. That's not going to... He takes a snap at you and misses. And then that final hellhound down in the bottom left there is going to run up and actually um, bite at Zorgar. Andrew? Um, yeah? The hound that snapped at Olivia end in that square? Yeah. It takes nine radiant damage. Nine radiant damage. Okay. From my shielding aura. Nice. Because it ended within five feet of me. <laughs> within ten feet of me. Awesome. Um, and then the one's going to snap at Zorgar. Zorgar, what's your armor class? It's only 11. Okay, he is going to hit you for uh, uh, eight piercing damage. And are you immune to fire because you're a red dragon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, it says fire. You're immune resistance. To oh, resistance? Okay. Yeah, doesn't, I don't see any immunity, so... All right, so three points of fire damage. Woo! All right. That Thirsty. is the hellhound's turn. Um, as the... Uh, as oh, the Andrew. Yeah? One more thing. Uh, the hellhound that moved closest to Ivy, can I use a reaction to hit it with a halo of spores? Um, have you already... Is the halo of spores something you have to do on your turn and then... It's a reaction. Okay. Uh, so I can do it on a, a yeah. Uh, when a creature moves into a space 10 feet of me, um, and if it fails a constitution saving throw, DC 14. DC 14, constitution saving throw. That's going to pass. Ah, uh, okay. Does it take any damage or? It does not. Okay. All right. Um, so the spores kind of fly up and it, the hellhound bats them away and stuff. Um, so as the, as the hellhounds finish their turn, um, you actually see that there have been, um, some people that you have recognized that weren't your student, that weren't fellow students, but were, uh, your professors, uh, as you attended the school. Um, and you see that they kind of, they come out, uh, from kind of side areas and from underneath the tables and all this kind of stuff. Um, and you see them just casting a bevy of spells. Uh, the paladin teacher rushes up and plunges his sword deep into the black pudding. Um, but you can see that as they fight, their spells just ping, just right off the monsters. Um, the paladin professor has plunged his sword deep into the black pudding and kind of in a cartoony jello kind of way, he goes bang and just like throws him like 20 feet back in the air, just back. And um, all these teachers, these professors' uh, attacks are completely ineffectual against these monsters. Um, so what looked like maybe reinforcements coming over the hill has uh, left you guys on your own. So uh, we're back to the order, Zorgar. That's concerning, but not as concerning as the professor that was hiding under the table the whole time. <laughs> uh, he thought that he saw a peanut roll under there. That's why you went there. Oh, so it wasn't the old gym teacher. It was okay. <laughs> uh, Zorgar. 
what you gonna do? All right. Um, oh no, that's. Let's do shocking grasp at the hellhound right hanging out right in front of me. Okay. Um, is that just a melee spell attack? Yeah. So I have to touch the person. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me double check. Um, looks like 17. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Sweet. Okay, so it was eight. Yeah, eight points of damage. And it says that it um, it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn, if that applies at all. Okay. Sweet. Oops, that's the wrong number. That would have been disastrous. All right. Um, Brock, back to you. How many actions do I get? Is it just one? Um, do you have extra attack? I think at fifth level, paladins get an extra attack just for funsies. I don't know where it would say that. Anyways, I'm gonna. I, I'm all. I'm raging right now. I'm just like mad because I, you know, missed this hellhound. So I'm gonna uh, like smash a table or a chair that's right next to me and I go at another swing at this hellhound that's right in front of me with my warhammer. Okay. Alright. So I roll d20, right? Mm -hmm. And then add your uh, plus six to hit. I got 21. That'll hit. Um, so no damage. damage. Uh, seven. Seven, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you do get an extra attack if you want to use it. What's the HP of this uh, Hellhound? Um, he's looking beat up. I'm not going to tell you what the HP is, but uh, he is looking beat up. Okay. Then what I am going to do is, if I can, I'm going to do a Guiding Bolt. It's a level one spell. Um, well, the so the spell, the attack... You can take an extra attack if you attack with your action, but you can't cast a spell if you attacked and then you're going to go cast a spell. You can only gotcha. cast a spell if it's a bonus action. All right, then I'm just going to, you know, take another swing at this dog. Right. I am Good. so mad that I missed. I blew it. You I'm going to take another swing. You can add one of your smites onto this damage if you want to do that as well. Sure, let's do it. So that is 17. 17 will hit. Okay. Um, so if you want to add um, one of your smites, let's see, what do you have with your smite? Um, you have Thunderous Wrathfuls and Thunderous or Wrathful Smite. So if you want to add that to your damage, you can. Nah, I'm just going to, just going to. I'm gonna skip that for now, actually. Okay. That so that is um, six. Six. All right. All right. The dog's looking beat up. You're bludgeoning the heck out of a dog. Good for you. Um, <laughs> it's a hellhound. It's trying to kill you. It's snarling and stuff. Uh, Ariadne, back to you. Awesome. So this time I'm going to cast a ray of frost at the one literally in front of me and Olivia. 
So let's right. like hope that my aim is decent. Let her rip. Okay. Let me add my thing. I got a 16. Okay. Um, explain what happens when you cast the spell. So I cast it and a beam of light streaks out. It's a beam. Um, and it, uh, does it hit the creature? Yeah. Okay. So, it, and it hits the dog, this fiery hellhound, and it um, pushes it backwards. And hopefully it takes some damage. Mm-hmm. How far backward? I don't know. I assume that it just moved a bit because I hit it with a giant beam. <laughs> well, let's see here. Is that in the spell description? No, you may not have my cord, sweetheart. Well, I just had the spell description up. Um, it doesn't look like it. Okay. So that hellhound's going to stay where it is, uh, but it is a blast in the face. Okay. So. So it's that. Um, and I get to add plus four to it. It takes... 11 damage. 11, all right. Okay. Uh, hits it right in the snoot. Snoot. It just goes, and kind of starts like, Um, All right, it's going to be the black, or do you have any other uh, bonus actions, uh, movement, anything? I mean, I have movement left, so can I, can I just like step off the stage and to the side? You can't Um, see but like, yeah, right, like right over there. I'm, I'm gonna start uh, heading down to like help out Rosalind. Is so. that still in the? Is that is that still within five feet court, or is that? It doesn't look like it. If you step out of its threatened area, five feet around it, it'll get an opportunity attack on you. Um, but you can kind of skirt around it. Um, you could actually stay within its threatened area and hop down off the stage, but stay within five feet of it if you wanted to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and that doesn't count because flanking rules are weird. Um, all right, so the black pudding, um, it's black pudding's turn. Um, he's upset. He's not very fast. So this black pudding is upset that you shot it back 10 feet. You can only go 20 feet at a time. You shot it back half its movement away from you. So, so it kind of snarls and starts to come through uh, closer. It's actually going to pass up Rosalind and head towards the stage. That's 20 feet. All right. Um, Ivy, you're up. I was wondering if I could do an entangle on everyone in front, but I think it's going to actually interfere a lot with Roz and Ariadne. Um, I, so Ivy takes a second and decides to do a symbiotic entity, which is something I can do in place of a wild shape. Okay. You, I use the spores and the growths around me and uh, gain 20 temporary HP, uh, roll double damage dice for your halo spores, deal 1d6 additional poison damage, 
all lasting for uh, 10 minutes. Awesome. Dang. Is that your, um, is that your action? That is my action. So you if you can imagine action? Ivy is just like, yeah, Ivy's just growing, uh, growing out all the, uh, some nasty uh, forest growth armor and the, the spores and uh, rotting things that surround her just are getting so much stronger. You hear it kind of creak, um, like the forest creaking, just like the stuff starts to kind of grow around you, grow off your arm. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Uh, uh, um, uh, let's see. I don't have a bonus action. I think I could do a reaction right now and try to hit that that uh, uh, hellhound in front of us with a, a halo of spores again. Yeah, the reaction will have to come on the hellhound's turn once it's acted. Okay, I will do. I will wait for that then. All right, um, Olivia. There is a fire-breathing dog in front of you. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Okay, so Dissonant Whispers worked pretty well last time, so I'm going to go ahead and cast that again on the Hellhound. Okay. Um, is it a saving throw? Is that right? Yeah, it's a wisdom saving throw. Fails. Against, okay, awesome. So that's going to be another 3d6. Dang. <laughs> 17 points of damage. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> Gotta watch your rolls. Um, this hellhound in front of you goes, oh! <clears throat> and then a, and a big fiery pillar disappears and is uh, toast. Goodbye, hellhound. Um, and then for my bonus action, I'm going to throw another bardic inspiration over to Roz. Roz, yeah. Ooh. All right, Roz, you're up. Your oh, and sorry, real quick. So you guys know my bardic inspiration is a D6. Thanks. All right. Yeah. All right, um, Roz, Surrounded by a hellhound and a gelatinous cube. Woo. Um, feeling the sting of getting attacked last time, I'm going to move away from those two a little bit. Um to the left and um, the, down, so I'm still out of the way of the pudding. They'll, they'll get a tax of opportunity on you if you do that. Uh, like you're, you're welcome to do it, but they'll, they'll get an attack on, on you. Yeah. They always try a thunder wave again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, dang, I had another plan, but... Yeah, in that case, let's just do Thunder Wave again. Okay. You said it's a con saving throw? Uh-huh. We don't have the flesh column anymore. Go away. I don't need you. What's the what's the range on that? Is it a 15-foot cube? Yeah. Okay. So she will hit the black pudding, right? Uh, looks like it. Yep. Cool. Whoa, wait. Okay. And by putting turn, 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 
So the black pudding passes, but the hellhound and the gelatinous cube do not, so they are blasted back another 10 feet. Uh, go ahead and roll your 2d8. Are you, um, did you cast as a first level spell or as a, or did you cast as a higher spell? To first level. Okay. So it'll be 2d8. Four. Four? Okay. There's my the, the dog again. Another two points of damage as it slams against the wall. Um, that was a slam. Okay. Uh, any bonus actions or movement? Nope. Awesome. Um, all right. Uh, it is now the gelatinous cube's turn. Um, cubic boy is going to move up um, 15 feet right up to Roz. Um, can it get past her with 15 feet, Court? Yeah? I'm yeah, just, just barely. I'm going to have it move over her. Um, <laughs> so, Rosalind. No! You need to make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw. I'm muted. That was a six. <laughs> Rosalind has been engulfed by the gelatinous cube. Hold up. Um, Did you use your bardic on that, Ros? Ooh, I didn't. That's a good point. What do I do? You have to, you have to roll a six to, uh, to avoid this. Oh. So roll your D6. Wait, I'm okay. It was a four. Ah, uh, in the cube. Dang. Which means you now take three d6 of acid damage. Oh, I can't die this early. <laughs> Wait, does the bardic inspiration does that add on top of what she already rolled, or how does? Yeah. Oh, also though, can I? Mm, so I have cutting words, <laughs> but oh. if I'm engulfed in the cube. So yeah. I was going to wait until um, I got... Go ahead and do cutting... That's your reaction, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead and... So I can use it to reduce the damage. Um, I think it's technically supposed to be used on attack rolls, um, not saving throws. Attack rolls, ability checks, or damage rolls, it says. Oh, ability check. Well, it doesn't say saving throws. Um, but if I used it, I guess on... I could... I guess I could have used that to avoid <laughs> it engulfing me at all, huh? Well, it, that's a, you had to make a saving throw. Yeah. Give that's me the best insult for this gelatinous cube, and if it's good enough, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you do cutting words to avoid getting absorbed in it. Okay. What do I have to do? <laughs> Just give me your best insult uh, for the cube. For the cube? <laughs> yeah, you're you're insulting this cube, so it won't attack you. Okay, wait, give me one minute. Should have had something prepared, but I feel like it's gotta be okay. Oh, uh, you can't Google you can't Google, you just gotta give it to me. This is cutting words. It's a reaction to make the to make something freak out on its spell casting or something like that. Oh no, she's got Shakespearean insults like ready, Andrew. Right. So. Um I'm going to get a good one here. 
Away, thou rag, thou quantity, thou remnant. Um, the cube doesn't know what a remnant is, but it feels kind of insulted. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. What is the cutting words that you roll? Um, Four or d6. So I I use one of my bardic inspiration. Okay. So go ahead and use you roll a d6. For me, it's a d8. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Do that then. Okay. Okay. One minute. I can't. That's a five. All right. Um, the cube. Roll on a good surface. <laughs> call it a rag, and it goes. <laughs> and is it about it? Is it kind of? runs into you, it bounces you back five feet um, and does not absorb you. Yay. Um, and now the hellhounds are just going to take some quick attacks at people. Um, Brock, what was your AC? Oh, he misses. He misses Brock. Um, Zorg takes a bite of Zorgar and is going to hit Zorgar for eight points of a piercing damage. And then two points of fire damage. Um, and then Ivy, if you wanted to take your reaction, take Cloud of Spores, now would be the time because it just attacks Zorgar. That fire damage, that was um, reduced, two. right? Yeah, that was halved. Yeah, sweet. Yep, I'm going to do my uh, circle of spores and it. So it's a constitution saving throw of. 14. Uh, it's a fail. Fail. Okay. So then I deal double damage with this, which four does four spore damage. Okay. That hellhound <laughs> disappears into a cloud of dust or a big fiery. Um, and the last hellhound is going to run towards Ariadne and take a bite. I'm going to miss. Um, so um, you guys are kind of backing up a little bit. Uh, this black pudding, this cube, these hellhounds are pressing in on you. Um, and then suddenly you hear a, you hear someone shouting from the back, Okay, that's enough. I've had enough of this garbage. Um, and you hear a goosh, and this massive arcane wave rumbles through the center, breaking every single glass and shattering porcelain dishes. And just things are just breaking as it you can see the gelatinous cube starts to shake and then melts into nothing. Uh, the black pudding is absorbed into the ground as it kind of grasps with its clue, with its tentacles trying to ground up. The hellhounds put their paws on their ears and go and disappear into big clouds of smoke. Um, and it's at the other end, um, the wizard professor uh, is leaning on her staff and is like, oh, I hate those guys. They're so annoying. Um, and you guys are now out of combat. And I believe that's where we're going to look for tonight. Um, and uh, we will uh, get to the bottom of this on our next adventure. See you guys later. Okay. 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 Okay.